Monday, May 29th. A lot of uh, news on Jim Cornette was trying to steal some material off of us. 2017. And uh, that's got to be discussed yeah. this weekend on the show. Whatever, man. I don't so. care. Uh, What's uh, your problem? You don't want to talk about Jim Cornette? You can talk about. What is your problem? You know, I don't know, man. Like, whatever. You don't carry the show. You can talk. You can lead the no, show. Yeah, well, you're the one that always wants me to fucking do a wrestling show for you. And the minute I'm doing it, I got some news on Jim Cornette. You're gonna cop an attitude. You. But what? Like fuck. I'm you, sick of it, man. You don't know what happened to me yesterday. You don't know what I've been through. All right. You're just gonna sit there and not tell us. <sighs> um. You're yes. a whiny bitch, man. Yesterday was a very beautiful uh, Vampiro Underground show. Honestly, I had to work till 3. I didn't know that I was going to be on the show. I had no idea. Well, he doesn't like you. I know that. At first, he didn't. And that's the thing. Uh, I didn't think I was on the show. I was going to show up anyways because it's down the street. Of course, I'm going to go. The golden rule, though. What's the golden rule? You never... Always sh- bring your gear. Always. Always, right? You know, you know, right? And I would yeah. got fresh from work. I didn't think I was booked. Whatever. Y- y- Vampiro was in a, a very kind of mood. He was one of those kind of moods. And uh, John Atlas gave him one of those Golden Boy speeches. You know, uh, I've, I've wrestled in uh, BC. I've wrestled here. You know, I'm ready to go, coach. Put me in. I'm ready to do mm-hmm. whatever you need to. So just like that, he puts him on the card. And all of a sudden... He needs an opponent. Who is he going to work? No. Me. Fucking right. So uh, they look at, they all look at me, and they're like, you brought your gear, right? And I said, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I'm going to say, yeah. If I said no, then that means that they might. You would have been off the show, and you would have had a heat with the Vampiro. Exactly. So, so I said, yeah. You got to get your fucking boxer shorts on, and if, instead of knee pads from Eddie Sapalucci or something. Nah, no, nah, You got to nah. do the fucking show. I should have. I should have went that way. It was like six forty-three when the offer happened. Okay. You asshole. Five forty-three. Five forty-three. Okay. Right. The show is when, supposed when, to start. The show is supposed to start at six. The band starts. <laughs> the first match is like quarter after six, and then I'm the second match. Okay. You're so yeah. So I just instantly like I just fucking dude. I literally ran down the street. I ran. I just ran. You're Mark. I I You're fucking Mark. I borrowed forty bucks from Eugene. And forty bucks. I was like, and you I need, John Atlas. She doesn't know what you made that money. You're a fucking mark. I needed, I needed that money to get, get a, get a cab. I needed to just like go. But then all of a sudden, you work John Atlas. You can work John Atlas anywhere in Ontario. You just wanted to be on the. I need a gear. Show. I need a gear. I couldn't look like a goober, right? I need a oh, gear. Okay. Fuck. So like, I was gonna take a taxi. It was either that or my bike. And uh, and then all of a sudden, Holden Albright standing on the corner. All of a sudden, like I knew we had that good conversation, buddy. Please drive me. Please drive me. He has this app that tells you. No, no, not Google Maps. It tells you where traffic is. So I thought we were good. I thought we were like fucking classic, right? We go down and we, we make it a little further south. And we get obviously stuck in traffic right in front of the gardener. The gardener exit. And 
The Gardner exit is the worst one in Ontario right now. How the fuck can you even be at the Gardner exit? It's right by my house. Like, I, yeah, I, but it's under construction, you fucking asshole. I didn't know you that. I don't drive. Van Piro, who worked WCW and is booking Lucha Underground and, and, and fucking start running around Toronto for your fucking year? Fuck, how many years have you been in this business? How yeah. many years have you fucking sat yeah. through... Jesse Scott fucking speeches and and, and fucking never were you ready and never were you fucking ready and now yeah. here it is on a Vampiro show you fucking just blew it again. I Fuck. I was like uh, eight minutes away. We're stuck in traffic. I run. I run to my house. I put my gimmicks on faster than I ever put them on. Like under two minutes, I put them on and uh, and I run back. To a Holden Albright that's stuck in the same spot. I run back. We got like five minutes to, to, to kill. I call anybody I can. Please fucking bump me up to third. Anything. And we make it up. And as I'm two minutes away. As I'm changing. And I'm all fucking ready to go. They tell me. Your spot has been replaced. And I show up. In my fucking gimmicks. Empty handed. I could I could have been on that show and I I was I I I I didn't know what was going through my mind like I if part of me said my bike is parked out front I could run away I could the run fact away. That you even uh, tell this story and drop this story on a podcast makes you look unprofessional. It makes you look weak. I have to get it. It out makes there. you look like you shouldn't be a man that's booked on these shows, and yeah. it makes it look like you're so deserving of having the Hogtown bookings, you know, the little rock pile bookings that you do. It was, dude, just, take it from my point of view. It was a packed fucking crowd. The busiest I've ever seen Lee's Palace, all right? I'm not going to yeah. say no. If I say no, they're going to hand it off to, like, Dane Jarris or somebody. You should have right? brought your gear. I should have brought know? my gear. That's the number and one then, rule. Let me, let me explain something else, despite what Vampiro thinks. Like, nobody's going to Lee's Palace for shows anymore if Smash is coming in and renting out the Phoenix, okay? So whatever Hutch Henry's or Vampiro or you think... By us setting up a ring in Lee's fucking palace, when they're selling out the Phoenix, just makes you look like another fucking asshole move that you don't know anything that you're doing in the wrestling yeah. business. Zach. Well, it was a very noob move. It was a noob move. And I show up, and I uh, I actually walked in, in my gimmicks, um, and uh, my match had just ended and I was so scared that everybody was going to be afraid of me. But yet, yeah. the, the turnout was great. So Vampiro is all fucking happy. Like, oh, yeah. Where'd you go, bro? He's all, like, smiley-faced. And I'm just, like, the most let down that I've ever felt in my entire fucking... What did you say to him? I what told did you say to the Vampiro? I, said, I told him the truth. Go, I told him the truth. I, I straight up... Oh, like, that, you don't tell the truth? Fuck the truth. I told you him the truth. You promoter the fucking truth. I said, listen, Fuck dude. Zach. I wanted on the show. I, I, I wanted on the show. I told you yes because I wanted on. But I fucking ran to my house and and nothing. That's and, a great story. You want, I'm sure Vampiro was so touched by that story that he put you on the show. You guys yeah. fucked up. Yeah, man. I um, very packed show yesterday, and uh, while watching Carter Mason versus Tyson Dukes, I cried. I cried because it was one of the most emotional matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, sure. yeah. it, it was a burning barns, and uh, I, dude, uh, this is a very. And at what time. point, like, uh, you know, do you look at yourself in the mirror and say that should be me in that spot? Why is Carter Mason wrestling Tyson Dukes? I. had... You know, yeah. at what point do you sit in your little chair? And yeah. that, you know, 
Lee's Palace, and, and, and you've already fucked up with the promoter of being Vampiro of all people. Yeah. And uh, now you're watching Carter Mason versus Tyson Dukes, and I know, deep down, because I know you're weak. Yeah. I know, Hipstar, that you got a bad self-image of yourself, and I know yeah. that it hurts you to fucking see Carter Mason in that ring. Yeah. I know that it fucking just grates on your nerves that Carter Mason <sighs> is in that ring with Tyson Dukes, and you're sitting there having to watch this, and Vampiro laughing at you? You serious? And you have oh fucking Eugene forty dollars. <laughs> well, let me ask you: Did Holden Albright get on the show? He was close. He was asked, but he he uh did turn down his spot because you know he deserves better. But uh, d- despite mm. the point, like um dude, you always show up with your gear. I I right. think there's one thing we learned: like no matter well, what the stipulation. Years, yeah. I thought like all these fucking loose underground guys are showing up. Like this is like Vampiro's underground. Like if I'm not booked, no, then, like... it's not Vampiro's underground. Vampiro's looking for a little project to do so. All you marks are in there supporting this. this is, so he's coming uh, in and putting his name on the brand. It's the one he, time. His business is with Lucha Underground and in bigger businesses than this. If you guys are going to pay for him to come from Sudbury to Toronto, mm. then he's going to take advantage of it. You know? He was pumped. He had uh, he was in really high spirits and gave one of the most aspiring speeches that he could give to the boys. Like, I loved right. it. And you know what? I could have been a part of that and uh i brought yeah, friends well, out to that show it, and uh yeah. it shows why you're a failure in the wrestling business just like you know you're gonna be a failure at the podcast business because Fuck. it just seems like no matter you you end up getting a little bit of traction and you try and then you fall off the fucking rails and like mm. the most embarrassing thing mm. Tell me. is to put on this broadcast which i would call a podcast on well, I demand gotta, i gotta be open Right? That, yes, it's, yes, but you don't, You just told the promoter, every promoter out there, from Santino to Scott Demore well, to fucking Jeff Jarrett to Vince McMahon to Triple no, H, no, 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 that no. you are an unprepared fuck. And no, the first no, no. thing that you learn in the wrestling business is to Stop bring your it. fucking gear Stop to the show. Stop it. Stop it. It was, a one, it was one, one time. The but only time I did. on the fucking air. I brought my fucking gear many times in embarrassing moments when times I shouldn't have. Where you looked like a fucking fool because I expected that I might get a spot. But you know what? I looked like a fucking fool those times. So you know what? This time... No, all you had to do is bring in your fucking uh, (sighs) shitty black gimmicks and your shitty black boots with a lucha mask. And you know they're always looking for a luchador. So that would have got you the booking. Yeah. I could have wore anything. And Fuego said that too. He's like, you could have wore what you were wearing. And I was like, no, yes, man. Yes, exactly. Even Fuego, you fucking look like an asshole for Rob Fuego, a premier trainer in fucking I'm, Ontario. I'm a one-of-a-kind gimmick. Nobody's Fuck, doing this gimmick. You were wearing. Nobody... Are you not listening to the words? Oh. You could have worn what you were wearing. Listen to our trainers. Hmm. Slow down, Zach. You're fucking a pool of anxiety at all times. Dude, well, at all times. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. If you can't be in the fucking wrestling business, then you can't do any other job. Mm-hmm. That's deep. You're right. Um, Fuck. I think I'm you're a- more worried about like uh, catching a ride with Holden Albright and, and, and his 
fucking navigation system, then you aren't just doing the fucking job. He, but he was an easy way out. I honestly dude, thought, dude, like, dude, and we've had a connection. Is laughing at you. Where did you go, bro? You look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. He's looking around for you in the locker room, and you're you're fucking around with Eugene trying to get home to get yeah. your fucking gear that you could have just wore what you were wearing. Holden Albright gets all these texts saying, where are you guys? Everybody's looking for Zach. And when I see that, I just fucking just, my anxiety just hits totally top fucking unprofessional. I'm telling you right now, <sighs> the most uh, your father would be very upset with you. It's not the way you were brought into Don't this say that. business. Don't see that. Uh, Chuck Simpson, your trainer, would be very angry. Uh, Jesse Scott, the list goes on and on. Scott Demore, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, you're, you've embarrassed yourself. You've yeah. made yourself look like a fool on this podcast. Yeah. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Yeah. And no matter how many times I sit here and tell you about 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK, the original one 800 need which would have just brought the fucking gear right to you. There's a fucking cockroach going right You got the app. There's a cockroach and, uh, right here. All right, well, if that's more important to you, then don't fucking listen to what I have to say, all right? If that's more important to you, then just go on and do your own fucking shitty career. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I got a jacked month coming up. I got fucking so much action, and you know what? This could have kickstarted it. It would have gave me all the confidence in the world. And... No, well, that's the thing. You started off this month deflating yourself and making yourself look like a fuck so your spirit is not going to be around for those shows and you're going to get injured and you're going to fucking uh, not enjoy the rest of the summer don't say that that that's like it's true man that's what happens that's what happens dude that's what happened to whitey that's what happened to fucking darko that's what happened to fucking michael von eric yeah it uh does happen um i think if we learn something today it's um Everybody says bring your gear with you no matter what, and um, yes. I think this is a perfect example because... And I think, uh, honestly, you owe the people of Toronto, the people of Lucha Vampiro T.O., and Vampiro himself yeah. an apology. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, I do, sincerely, honestly. If I was going to show up and my music was just hitting, I would go back there and my opponent would be like, hey, dude, where the fuck were you? And I'd be like, let's just fucking call it in the ring. And I'd give him fucking all the fucking offense in the world. I'd just bump like a motherfucker. And that's exactly what I would have yeah, done. Yeah, but you know what? There's a difference between you saying that and you doing it. Like, I can expect mm. that from, uh, like, oh, Tyler God. Turba. He would bump his ass off and call it in the ring. Yeah. I can't see you doing that. I'm saying you've lost it over the years. You're not as good as what you used to be. And this bullshit, you know, with you on the weed or off the weed or whatever the fuck is going on with you, no is just completely something that, you know, for you to show up at uh, PWA Lions Carnival <sighs> yeah. to work a bunch of fucking jobbers at your dad booked for a food fest mm -hmm. doesn't make sense if you're going to go up to Vampiro's show. A man that worked WCW, bro. Mm. A man that fucking took over the Lucha Division. A man that's been on EB Sports games and fucking did commercials with New Jack. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. I fucked it up. I'm sorry we had to bring to this depression, but honestly, fresh from it being yesterday, I, I, I don't know where to turn from here because I had such a good thing going and it started harsh. And I'm sorry. Nobody wants to hear a fucking pussy. Uh, nobody wants to hear just, you know, a bunch of whiners in the wrestling business. This is what the wrestling business was meant to be. You know, uh, sometimes it happens. Uh, sometimes you just fucking, uh, uh, you know, I, I've forgotten gimmicks at home too. 
I've forgotten, uh, you know, g- gimmicks laying on my fucking... I, I used to get so stoned and drive to the venue that fucking... <laughs> I, I realized that my gear was left on my fucking front step. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? That's happened, yeah. I'll put it right uh, here. I'll remember yeah. it, yeah. I remember uh, dropping Tommy Dreamer off to his house. We did a show in Philly. I'm staying over at his place, and uh, the guy leaves, leaves the trunk open during a fucking rainstorm, trying to say it was a rib, but really, like, he forgot, man. Hmm. Like, he pulled his gear bag out of the fucking car and leaves my trunk open. I wake up in the morning, I got fucking water coming out of the trunk. Like, uh, no fucking mercy, no bullshit. And it's what I hate about the wrestling business, too. It's like, uh, not only don't forget your gear, but don't forget your mind out there, gentlemen and women, because uh, it's a dangerous sport. And this is what we're talking about. Uh, it's concussions. It's being thrown out of the ring. It's bull mm-hmm. rope matches. Mm-hmm. It's ladder matches. It's mm-hmm. fucking falling through uh, commentary tables. Yeah, there's a lot uh, to the business that we take for granted, and this is why the performance center has said slow down on this shit. We don't need to be taking these yeah. fucking bumps, guys. Like we're in this for the long haul. Yeah, we gotta remember so, this. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, let's rest on this. Um, happy Monday. Um, right tonight on uh, tonight on uh, Hipster Tonight.